You and I, we all have crosses to bear, every single one of us. But oftentimes we just try to manage them, doing so on our own. But coming face to face with our own crosses, we can easily forget about the glory that will be ours in the resurrection. Blessings to you this Lenten season. Welcome back. You know, last Sunday we heard the account of the temptation of Jesus in the fourth chapter of Matthew's Gospel. And today we kind of fast forward to the 17th chapter and the story of the transfiguration of Jesus. This amazing moment is in the life of our Lord, which Peter, James, and John were privileged to experience. It wasn't just another day in Galilee. You know, in Matthew's Gospel preceding today's transfiguration story is Jesus' first prediction of his passion. And this is most important, I think, in understanding the transfiguration experience. What Matthew writes is this. He says, from that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. And then following that passage, he continues with the conditions for discipleship. When he says, whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. But whoever wishes to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What profit would there be for one to gain the whole world and forfeit his life? Or what can one give in exchange for his life? So this sets the stage for today's gospel. You know, the scene of the transfiguration of Jesus takes place on a mountain because mountaintops in scripture are places where something important happens and where God is encountered. Here's some examples. You know, in the Old Testament, Abraham is willing to sacrifice his son on a mountain. Noah's Ark comes to rest on Mount Ararat. The law of Moses is, or the law is given to Moses on Mount Sinai. Jerusalem is built on the top of Mount Zion. So mountains are places of encounter with God. And in the New Testament, Jesus gives the law on a mountain, the Sermon on the Mount. He dies on Mount Calvary. So Jesus leads Peter, James, and John to the mountaintop where he will be transfigured before them. This transfiguration was meant to help the disciples make sense of the previous prediction of the Lord's suffering and death. Because his suffering and death was what will lead to glorification. And Jesus would then lead them back down the mountain on the road to Jerusalem, where then he would give witness to them, not just by his word, but by example. So in the transfiguration, Jesus showed them clearly, indeed all of us, that what we suffer in this life in the name of Jesus, will be gloriously transformed in the resurrection on the last day. In other words, as the transfiguration helped make sense out of the Lord's own suffering, it too will help us make sense out of ours as well. You know, in reality, all people in some way will experience suffering, both physical suffering and some type of emotional pain. It's part of the human condition. You and I, we all have crosses to bear, every single one of us. But oftentimes we just try to manage them, doing so on our own. 
But coming face to face with our own crosses, we can easily forget about the glory that will be ours in the resurrection. Instead, we run away as far as we can from the suffering, don't we? But the Father said, listen to him, listen to him. Denying ourselves and taking up our crosses, following him will lead to our glory. But how quick, how quick we can be to avoid suffering. Listening to the words of Jesus, inviting us to be champions of the cross is not easy. St. Paul, he speaks about those who are enemies of the cross of Christ. An enemy of the cross of Christ is one who cannot see beyond the cross to the glory that awaits us. When predicting his own passion, Jesus knew the apostles would need something to hang on to. He knew they needed something to give them strength. And so do we, don't we? If we are listening to him, the crosses we carry will be transformed in a glorious way, even as we carry them. They may not go away, but how we carry them will be different. Even in the midst of our suffering, we will experience new life, resurrected life in this life, allowing us to carry our crosses courageously and joyfully. When we embrace the cross in our life, we are no longer its enemy. If we bring our sufferings to the Lord Jesus, it is then we open ourselves to a great intimacy with him. And it's there that we find our lives transformed. Embracing our crosses united with Christ ultimately transforms all of our fears into hope. It transforms all of our weaknesses into strength and our lives as ordinary men, women, and children into disciples who can receive his love in the midst of the struggle. This ultimately will reveal that we have listened to him. So my dear friends, believe in God's promise and believe in the power of his grace to transform your sufferings, your sadness, your fears, all your discouragements, all the disappointments we have in life to transform them into wellsprings of grace and glimpses of glory. Have a blessed Lenten season.